0: Whether it's taking care of family.
1: Mikey, stop harassing your sister.
0: Climbing the corporate ladder.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We need to create a new spreadsheet for the project. I know, I know. Or
0: even taking care of loved ones.
1: I'm here for you, Mom.
0: You have to put you first. It's the Know You First podcast with host Amanda Smith. all, it's Amanda Smith, host of the Know You First podcast. Thank you for joining me for another week where cultivation of self-care resides and you thrive, of course. So we are in the thick of the holiday season, guys. I think it's safe to say happy holidays officially. Um, I don't think it's too early as Thanksgiving is right around the corner next week, which is crazy insane. Like, how do we even get here so fast? But yeah, Thanksgiving is on our heels and it's just that wonderful time of the year. One of my favorite holidays for sure, when families come together to create such wonderful memories and of course to eat. So, you know, we got to keep it real there. But yeah, while you are preparing all of those yummy meals, um, my guest today wants to make us take some better precaution when it comes to what we're putting on the table, perhaps make some modifications and some better choices without, of course jeopardizing taste, okay? Because I don't care how healthy it is. If it is not good, (laughs) it's a halting no-go for me. So it's got to taste good as well as be healthy, in my book at least. But eating well and good nutrition is such a good part of self-care. And one, of course, that we don't even think about. We take for granted emotional eating and all the emotional eating that we did um, since we've been in this pandemic. You know, there's no surprise that the foods we eat have a tremendous effect on our bodies, including mind and spirit. This week, we're going to talk about how to get started with this process. I'm going to be taking notes myself right along with you guys, because Lord knows I need it. And we're going to provide some healthy reminders for those who are already adopting this lifestyle. You know, go you. So let's get into it. Exclusive guest interviews. My guest this week is Terrence Hutchinson, CEO of Diabetic Cuisine Spices. And your best lifestyles he is a fitness and nutrition specialist trainer and radio host and i had an opportunity to speak with him about incorporating better eating into your overall self-care regimen take a listen another week here of this self-love fest you know we're going to keep it going here on the know you first podcast I have a special treat. You all, you know, Thanksgiving is on the horizon and I know you all are making your preparations for some yummy meals, but let me just tell you some of that you may have to use a little bit of caution. And my special guest is going to tell you all about that. Terrence Hutchison, award-winning nominated author, fitness and nutritional specialist and radio show host. He's doing it all. It's here (laughs) on this show and he's going to talk to you a little bit about what you eat and how that fuels your mind, your body and your spirit and how you can keep on thriving. Terrence, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity of coming onto your show. You know, I love talking about this type of stuff. So thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. So I know, Terrence, you have an interesting story of how you even got into this work. What is the motivation behind the
1: work that you're doing? What are you really hoping to accomplish overall? Well, the motivation behind the work that I'm doing, I just want to see so many people healthy and thriving and just having fun and increasing their quality of life and the activities of daily living. Like right now, especially during this pandemic last year, so many people, you know, lost their lives, they lost their careers, they lost loved ones. And then there was an emotional connection to that. So people started emotional eating and they couldn't manage their stress and stress triggers a lot of uh, cravings and foods and alcohol consumption. So I say, man, and, you know, overall, this, more than ever, we want people to be healthier. We want people to be thriving and striving. So I hope to accomplish when people really uh, reach certain goals, i like able to you know, connect with themselves as far as food, as far as stress, that they also get to save money in the process. People don't understand. like When you start to emotionally eat or you start to get depressed or anxiety, with so many people around the world are suffering for right now, you know, all of a sudden you get into these emotional cravings, it's going to cost you a lot of money in the process. So my whole goal is to make sure that you save money in the process by making smart choices as far as your food, controlling your health, and then cutting down or decreasing your insurance premiums as well as your health costs. Because when you get sick or ill, whew, that's a lot of money. And hospital bills contribute to the number of Uh, The the third reason why people go into bankruptcy in this country. So we got to make sure that we are paying attention. So that's my overall accomplishment for what I do.
0: Well, Chance, I feel like you are describing me to a T. (laughs) Guilty as charged here, you know, especially during 2020, you know, when you talked about that emotional eating, you said something that raised a really great point. You know, we talk about, you know, the financial aspects of changing your diet and eating healthier. One goes to Whole Foods and a a chicken breast might be $20. Um, I started an herb garden, so I'm able to cut costs there as well. And so I'm glad that you mentioned that because the first thing people say, well, I can't afford to eat healthy, you know? So so you kind of demystified that a little bit.
1: Look, I tell people all the time when they say, I can't afford to eat healthy. I say, wait till you get your first couple of doctor bills, even if you have amazing insurance you're gonna still pay something for something, right?
0: Absolutely. And you're
1: gonna pay without no problem because what's gonna happen if you fall on that payment, first thing they're gonna do is send you some notices and you can't keep up, guess what it's gonna do? It's gonna hit your credit report, Yes. right? And that's another financial factor. So you have to make a sacrifice financially. Say, so look, I'm a, this is my budget. These are the foods that I like to eat. They're healthy and I know in order for me to lower my blood pressure, Prevent certain lifestyle chronic conditions. I'm going to allocate these funds to eat from the garden to the table. I'm going to, you know, get my fruits and vegetables in, or I'm going to invest in some seeds with, like you, grow my own herbs and spices and have my little garden to the back. These are ways to ensure that you're saving money and producing a more healthier lifestyle in the process. Mm-hmm. You have to think about where you are, where your environment is, where you are mentally, where you are emotionally and make the necessary adjustments so you don't go broke in the process and be sick. So you have to make great decisions.
0: Absolutely. And I like that you say, this is not a quick fix y'all. This is yeah. this is a sustainable <laughs> long-term process. You know, you may not, you know, see it right away, but you, long-term who long-term. knows what you're doing to your body. And when, like you said, get that hospital bill, you're going to have to make some changes then. So why wait, you know?
1: Why, why do not wait? Right now, you can start today. It's not a one size all. Results yes. will vary. But start where you are and make small changes and then work your way up. Over time, you're going to see significant changes everywhere in your life. And that is going to be the thriving force for you to keep going to the next level. Trust me on this one.
0: I think that's an excellent segue because, you know, there is a transformation process to this and there are some emotional changes that might come of it. And we already told you all, this is not a quick fix. So, you know, and we talked about that emotional eating, but I would like you to kind of walk us through what that transformational process looks like emotionally. So our listeners can know what to expect when they're trying to eat healthier and make better choices.
1: Your emotions is going to kick in, whether it's good emotions or bad emotions. No. And you're going to have to make a list, you know, get your pen and your paper and say, look, how am I feeling right now? You know, good and bad. And write them down and start to analyze what are your triggers? What's triggering me to make me feel sad, depressed, anxiety? We all know it's the pandemic. We all know 2020 was. So you already hot know. Mess. Right. It's a hot mess. So now you got to look towards and say, "Look, how would I feel if I started making necessary changes for me? Would it make me feel happier? If I lose ten pounds, how would I feel if I start to self-improve? What can I do to do self-hacks? What would that look like or feel like for me emotionally, spiritually, environmentally, um, occupationally, uh, financially?" When you start to think about those type of emotions you're going to start making the necessary changes to improve. So you're going to go up, you're going to go down some days. It's going to be that little person on the shoulder in your ear whispering, trying to sabotage your contribution to your success, all that, and you got to just shut up. Get brush the
0: shoulders off. Yeah, <laughs> brush the
1: shoulders off. And, and this is the challenge. So your emotions are going to be all over the place, trust me. But when you start to implement emotional intelligence and figure out what your triggers are or who your triggers are, mm-hmm. you have to start making necessary adjustments and, and go forward.
0: Excellent points all around. And mm-hmm. what I like about what you're doing, Terrence, is you not only talk this, you live this. You yeah. have a personal wellness journey of your own. And i love for you to share that with our listeners because Guys, you're not alone out there. There's someone that is going through it. And, you know, the things that we're describing here on this podcast is something yeah. that, Terrence, you have been through personally. Could
1: personally. you share a
0: little bit about that?
1: Sure. Absolutely. And in, in 2006, I was going through a really nasty divorce. And I was moving from upstate New York to Atlanta at 39 years old, living with my mother. And I haven't lived with my mother in years. So I started... <laughs> I started feeling like, you know, I failed me. I failed myself. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm letting go businesses and properties. So now I'm 39 years old living with my mother. I fell into a state of depression for a few months and then I got myself together. And then I just started partying and wilding out. Cause now I'm in Atlanta and it's like, you know, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah. And. And everything is close by, Alabama, North Carolina. Can, right. so, you know, I can just drive, the. you know, just doing my thing. And they caught up with me. I was in Miami and I said, I'm not feeling well. And I said, we need to leave. I need to get back to, to Atlanta. And um, I was going through the symptoms of type 2 diabetes. And I didn't know at the time what they were and what diabetes was. I heard about it, but I didn't, know, I didn't think that I'll be suffering from type 2 diabetes. So, I was going through frequent urination, blurry vision. I went from 242 pounds to 200 pounds. Yeah. in about two days, three days. Oh, my. So, um, weight loss, extreme weight loss, uh, lack of sleep. All my favorite foods had no flavor. My taste buds were shot. And mm. when I got back to Atlanta, you know, I called my doctor. I said, hey, I need to come in. And they said, sure, come in tomorrow. And I said, OK. So I, I, I made it through the night. I was horrible. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I went in, I just passed out in, a, in, in the lobby in her office. And they, they called 911 for me. So uh, the the MLAMs came. And um, they hit me up. With, barely up.
0: made it almost. Sounds yeah, like you barely made Yeah.
1: And it, it took me my hospital. They took me to a hospital, two traffic lights,
0: <laughs> oh man,
1: and, which was almost eighteen hundred dollars to go. That's the most expensive ride you ever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I I got there, you know, and I was on the phone texting my mother, hey, you know, and they said, you know, what's going on with you? And I was like, no. And uh, all of a sudden, I had an out of body experience. I'm laying on the gurney, and then I was looking down at myself. Mm. I was saying, look what you done did to us. You know, you done killed us. You know, and I, and they said, no, you got diabetes. I'm like, diabetes? Like, what are you talking about?
0: Right. And
1: sure enough, and they said, we don't know. It was five of us that checked in. I was the only one that walked out of there alive. Like mm-hmm. three and a half days later,
0: right. and they
1: said, you're supposed to be dead. I ended in, in a in a diabetic coma, and I walked out of there. But in three and a half days. I felt so weak. I felt so like the, a, a whole different person.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and your life was start, you start to think on your life when you I was walking up and down a hallway in ICU with the IV pole. And every room that you I passed by, it was family members praying for loved ones, huh. you know, and you hear the smell. You can hear the beeping of the machines. And you could smell death,
0: mm-hmm. you know.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. You and knew I, that wasn't for you. Yeah, no, no, no. And I said, God, if you get me out of here. I'ma am I'm going to take better care of myself. And I would and I was able to walk out of there three and a half days later. So
0: Well, I'm just um really honored and glad that I'm able to talk to you right now after dealing yeah. with all that, and I can have yeah. this sit down and have this conversation with you. So <laughs> that's a blessing in itself. Oh yeah. um, Fast forward to now. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your best lifestyles, um, diabetic cuisine, spices? Yeah. What, what is what is this all about?
1: <laughs> well, your your best lifestyles. I when I got out of the hospital in 2010, around 2011, going in 2012, I I started getting in the gym really heavy, and uh, I said, man. Somebody came in there and said, Are you the personal train in here? And then it hit me. And I was like, "What well, I was, you know, I started. It getting, be. <laughs> yeah, I could be. Well, you know, I, I got back in school, got my license and everything like that, and I started the business. And I said, I need I need a name. And I'm um, saying, man, we got to live your best lifestyle. Mm. You know, and, and that's how I came up with it, with the name and got an LLC and everything like that. And since 2012, all the way to this present moment, what I do is help people to um, get in shape, eat properly, even if you may have, you know, um, went to physical therapy or post surgery rehabilitation, I work with physical therapists to get people to learn how to walk again, um, learn how to have who have balance issues, acute brain injuries. You know, the list goes on and on, postnatum, you know, yeah. the list goes on and on. Now, as far as the spices is concerned, during the pandemic, you know, so many of my clients was like, what kind, what type of seasons can I use? What what do I eat? And I don't know if you know that, but I'm was, I'm the um, personal chef and nutritionist for Mr. Les Brown.
0: No, did I know, but I did see you on you were on his show like a day or two ago or something?
1: Yesterday. Yeah.
0: How Yesterday. was that? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Les Les is amazing. He's a he's a handful. He's a character, you know. <laughs> and um, I've learned so much from him just, you know, being in his home, uh, listening to him speak, uh, listening to him negotiate deals and everything. Like for the last seven years, I was listening to him every morning. Mm. And all of a sudden it was like. You know, my publicist was doing some work for him, and then she's like, "You need to meet Terrence." Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know? well, that!
0: Like, what a nice um, divine intervention right? there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, and he was like, "Who?" And then <laughs> he told him, and I met with him, and now he's like, "This is my godson. This is my ah, chef. This is awesome. my yeah." You know, and um, so we he saw the spices online. During the pandemic, you know, just a month ago, or about three months ago, I was working with dietitians and some some food manufacturers that I know, and I said, "Look, I want to create something that would help diabetics. Yeah. We know that as a you know Miss Mrs. Blank Blank that's on the market right now. You know right what I'm right. He changed the game with a lot of her blends, but it's not totally directed to people who are suffering from you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, bad cholesterol, stuff like that. So even when you're looking for certain spices to put on some of your favorite foods or your more traditional foods, you're reaching for a lot of, a lot of different seasonings and stuff like that, which may cause hypertension because it's high in sodium. Sure. So the spices came out of that. We created the spices that's sodium free, a lot of fresh herbs and spices. That's going to help regulate and uh, or maintain whatever lifestyle conditions that somebody may be going through, and that has a great aroma when you open it, mm. and the sm- and the taste. It's like it's like when you. <laughs>
0: I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's like when you, you know when you this this is the um, all oh. purposes and you know oh. and um, here we have the garlic and herb. You know,
0: I get I get special privileges here to see the bottle.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, it's, and, you know, it's, it's like your taste buds are doing the, the moonwalk, you know, it's
0: <laughs> like, ah,
1: you know, and and but it's nothing on the market that's targeting diabetics. Right. So we want to put something on the market and hopefully my a whole goal is to make history with these. Because it's not going on. You know what I'm saying? So many people like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. You know, but we're not really trying to, you know, we just want people to get the spices, incorporate them uh, into your everyday cooking routine and your nutrition, get healthy, go to your doctor, get a great report card and and live a, a healthy, thriving life. You know, yeah. and that's what it is, you know, because everything is sodium this and sugar that and MSG and then yes. Yes. and then and then and 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 not living up to their to their um, to their claims. So the spices, which is these two right here, and we coming up with um, dips and salad dressings and all these different um, some some salt free jerk seasoning.
0: Oh, we, yeah.
1: Working on that, you know, and I'm um, so and that's what it is in a nutshell. Your best lifestyles and um, diabetic cuisine. So those two work in hand in hand and really help people to become healthy versions of themselves. Yep, and really be around for your grandkids for the next thirty to forty years. You know that's the goal.
0: Yeah, and and you deserve that. We deserve to be here to see our grandchildren and other uh, generations flourish. I mean, we deserve just that. You know. Um, you talk about mindset you talk about you know making sure that your mindset is intact in order to be able to do a lot of this um change it's breaking these norms it's just breaking these norms that have become <laughs> habitual over the years and that can be kind of tough to do but what are you doing well do you do you want to speak on that i see you trying to get in there yeah
1: cuz you know your mind is, is is chaotic most sometimes, right?
0: I know mine is.
1: You know, with a lot going on, you know, with the smartphones and emails and um, career, family life, spouse, you know, all type of stuff, pandemic. So your mind is going to get infiltrated with a lot of things. And then um, let's put it like this. Whatever or whoever you tune into, that's who you turn into.
0: Oh, yes. You know, absolutely. So,
1: everything that you're reading, consuming, looking at, your brain, your subconscious mind is just soaking. It's a tape recorder, just soaking all these things up. And then now you're like, why am I thinking about this? Why am I doing this? And why am I doing that? So, you have to do a brain dump. Yeah. Any thoughts that is not serving you or getting you to the next level where you want to be, you need to dump it.
0: Yeah. So
1: we're going through like 86,000 thoughts a day, right? Mm. How many of those thoughts are serving you, you know, and how many of those thoughts are really paralyzing you? Mm. You know, so many people during the pandemic, their mindset is like, I'm never going to get through it. I'm overweight. Right. I'm this, I'm that. And it paralyzes them mentally, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually that can't to the next level so it's imperative that we do a brain dump we know what our triggers are we need to release we need to detox our mind and say look i'm going to lose that weight i'm going to get off this medicine you know i'm going to get rid of things or people who you got to eliminate in order for you to become a faster version of yourself your mind is going to control all these decisions you know what i'm saying so you're not going to you're not going to go anywhere if you don't get some things out of your brain.
0: Absolutely. I started the first season of this podcast with mindset just to your point, Terrence, because of that. I knew that we weren't going to be able to do any of this self-discovery, self-awareness, self-love work unless oh, we yeah. had, we're in that right state of mind right. uh, mm-hmm. because of what you just said. I mean, it really does paralyze you. And not only just, you know, the outward of what your thoughts are. Consumes your environment, so you look around your environment. If you have a cluttered, (laughs) cluttered space, or you know, that's how it's a reflection of what your mind is going through. You know what I mean? And I have to remind people of that before we even start. Before we even introduce one guest, you have to make sure that your mind is in the right place in order for we to even
1: start this work. So I'm glad you laid that out really nicely. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you said something about your environment. Yes, because your environment it's the exact replica <laughs> of your mind. Yeah. So if your mind is cluttered, your environment going to be cluttered. I'm not saying that you have to have OCD and stuff like that, but you need yeah. to make space. You need to have, you know, uh, a lot of space and a, a lot of clear air to come in. You can breathe and feel relaxed. Like Feng's way. When you come home yes. from a long day, you know, when you get home, you're more like, ah, <sighs>
0: Yeah. And you can't yeah, exactly. do that if you're looking around with, you know, clutter everywhere.
1: Yeah. If you're a hoarder.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I hear you.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, so.
0: Well, let me ask you. So what are you doing right now to find the balance between, you know, your demanding career, you're speaking yeah. everywhere, you know, your yeah. own personal wellness. I know you're helping yeah. other people with their lifestyles. Yeah. But your own personal wellness, how are you able to juggle all this, find some balance with everything you have going on?
1: Yeah. Great question. You know, I work with people every day and I hear their stories because you become a, a therapist to them per se, yes. right? Yeah. So you got to figure out for yourself. OK, pay attention to that. Don't do that. Uh, don't slip in that way. Mm-hmm. So and then as far as like, you know, the exercise and nutrition part, you, I'm a morning person. So I get my best workouts in the morning. So I, I make sure I carve out that that one window in the morning. To get my workouts in. Right. As far as my nutrition, I know with foods that's going to love me back. That's you right. Know? So <laughs> I got to say, okay, I'm gonna have a vegetable omelets I like the the, the red bee, uh, potatoes, the home fries, I got some fruit, I got some orange juice. Those are the foods that's gonna love me back versus getting a bagel versus getting a muffin, you know, those type of things. So yeah. uh when it comes down to I can feel my stress levels go up. Like I can feel like when it comes up this way, i am be like, oh, oh, so I know it's a trigger. And what I do, I said, give me 15 minutes. I have to go sit in the corner and do a lot of diaphragm breathing like this mm-hmm. and then come out through the nostrils. And this is going to holistically lower my blood pressure and bring me back to a nice balance. So I know what my triggers are, like work can be very strenuous, you know, yeah, or, sure. and I have to manage my time, Yeah. my stress management, all these things plays Healthy in. Healthy
0: boundaries. That's Healthy one boundaries. thing I just discovered recently.
1: Yeah. And I'm not a, and I reserve the right to refuse to work with certain people because yeah. I'm, I'm a big energy. I pick up on frequencies and energy. So yeah. Just talking to somebody for 15 minutes, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to recommend you to somebody because I don't want to deal with the added stress that you. I know you're going to bring. Yeah. And I make time for my family, my support group. I make sure that, you know, I spend time with them and we talk, you know, dinner time. I prepare the meals and we do what we do and we work as a unit. And I make sure my, you know, my mom's is okay. My, you know, stuff like that. Kids, Gotta so take
0: I care of moms.
1: Take care of moms. And, you know, and she don't need for anything. But sometimes I stole for PayPal or some money. He's 74, you know, so she's like,
0: oh, that's yeah. great.
1: <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I like that. My boy gave me some money. So that's how I balance everything out. Once again, it's not easy. Yeah. Of course. Even when you're trying to find a work life balance you can, it's not going to be a perfect balance. Like those scales are always going to be. I'm so glad you said scale. that. Yeah. it's Everything you do, it's not going to be a straight arrow shot. Right. It's going to be zigzaggy and, and unexpected turns and, you know, you'd be like, what's going on? Right. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. But you have to trust the process. That is the process. And um, know what your triggers are. And just carve out these windows for you. Self-care, because I know that's selfish, but if you don't remind yourself to take care of yourself first and you're always taking care of everybody else, you're going to end up becoming a liability, Hmm. right? Instead of an asset. Yes. So amen. for people who may not know that is a liability, being a liability is somebody who got to now care for you. You know, you had a stroke, someone got a kid for you now. Exactly. You know, know, all these different things. So you got to make sure that you carve out your windows and say, look, this is me time. I'm going to handle my business, but I'm going to maintain my stress and I'm just going to do what I do. Expect ups and downs. you got to expect it and be be prepared for them because they're going to come. They're going to come regardless.
0: Absolutely. You know? We so, have to remain agile. That's, that's another thing I say. Um, this yeah. is not a, a straightforward black and white world that we live in.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and, You know, and I say this too, it's like in a human body, right? The distance between your heart and your brain is only 14 inches apart.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that.
1: Right. Yeah. Yep. So, but in between is a black hole. It's a war going on between logical thinking and emotional thinking.
0: Hmm.
1: So you got they—they they always battling it out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you got to figure out what the situation is. You got to be like, okay, am I emotional with this decision, or I'm making a logical hmm. decision?
0: That is excellent, excellent point. Well, what is coming down the pike with your training, with your spices, with any any speaking engagement that we should be privy to, um, or
1: right now because of COVID? You know, a lot of speaking engagement is pretty much like Yeah. Stagnant, you know, uh everything is zoomed like this. Yeah. Which I don't I you know, I like in person. I, I like in person. So, but I get it. This is sign of the times. Um the my third book is out for pre-sale right now, get rid of diabetes now. Seven yeah. proven strategies for reversal. And it's it's pre-ordered now and it'll be launched in November twenty second.
0: Okay. Um, right in time for the
1: holidays. Yeah, right in time for the holidays. And um, obviously the spices are out and we, we're trying to do a lot of events right now. We're trying to get into to events where we can set up a booth and just be out amongst the people with, with the products.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and also uh, we're setting up to be in Walmart.com nice. and trying to get a major distribution deal if the numbers are great. And uh, let's see, I've, I've done some commercials. I've done the J&J public service announcement that's coming out this month.
0: Well, you have a great radio voice. So is the- <laughs> are you still on the radio or are you?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have the podcast, Your Best Lifestyles podcast. Nice. That's, on, that's streaming on all major uh, podcast platforms, Pandora, Spotify, you know, all that. And well, I got a show tonight at six you know, this guy out of the UK, he's a business owner. And um, so I talked to him and and mine is more like, you know, you call, it's not a zoom, but you just call and then we talk over the phone. And then I, I publish it that way, but I want to do more shows Nice. and I want to do more uh, on location shows, you know, getting back into the health fairs, getting back into, you know, working with uh, clinical professionals, doctors, physical therapists, you know, interviewing them on spot. Mm-hmm. Um, like this month, November is national diabetes awareness month, you okay. know,
0: very yeah. timely that you're here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we want, we want people to This is. I'm gonna give you some numbers right quick and then we're gonna move on. Please. In 2015, 88 million people were diagnosed as pre-diabetic, according to the American mm-hmm. Diabetes Association. In 2018, 33 million people are diagnosed as type 2 diabetic. right? Jeez. According to the American Diabetes Association. Now, according to the World Health Organization, 42 people. 422 million people globally are type two are dealing with diabetes. That's Mm. a lot of people, right? There's
0: a lot of people,
1: a lot of people. It's a lot of people. So I'm all about reversal. A lot of these foundations and organizations, they're all about. Maintenance. Mm. Yeah. Maintenance is a three hundred and twenty seven billion dollar a year business. (laughs) The average diabetic sufferer is going to spend today around sixteen thousand dollars per year just on maintaining it.
0: That's crazy. And who wants to pop a pill for the rest of their life? Well, we know who we know who wants you to. But (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah. But, you know, it's not just the pill. It's the yeah. insulin.
0: Yeah. It's
1: the needles. It's the yeah. socks. It's the lotions. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, your eyeglasses. It's your dental. It's your getting your feet checked. Like, all these things, you know, it's diabetic uh, neuropathy. That's, you know, the nerves in your feet and your legs and the pain and that burning sensation in your legs that people get. Like, you, you got to go to the doctors for that. Yeah. You know? And that's a cost. And then the medicine is a cost. If they give you some compression stocks, that's that's a cost. So diabetes is the seven leading cause of death in this country. And it's the first leading cause of, you know, um, kidney failure and amputations. Mm. So. When people say, I love, oh, I love my ribs and macaroni cheese, but you having diabetes problems, just because you're taking an insulin shot doesn't mean that it's going to help you down the line. Those are some numbers that I'd be trying to tell people, like, imagine what you can do if you had that extra $16,000 in your pocket. You can start a new show. You can start a new business. You can go on that vacation. You can buy a new car. You can down payment on a home. You have to You have to have the tenacity and the grit and the mindset to say, I'm going to reverse this or I'm going to prevent this. Maintenance is big business.
0: And you don't want to be falling into that, making other people's pockets bigger at your expense.
1: Yeah. But, you know, if if I tell you, hey, go buy my book for (laughs) $9.99, I'm going to show you seven proven strategies for reversal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: But one thing I, I realized with that is that people doesn't have people don't have the the mental uh, toughness to 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 sacrifice their vices.
0: Well, Terrence, you know, a lot of this has been in our generations for years.
1: That's right. You know,
0: big mama kicked this way.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> Big poppy cake cooked this way, yeah. Yeah. you know, like that's something that we have embraced as cultural. And and I'm not just talking with people of color, but just America yeah. in general. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you know, some of the yeah. shows I'm watching on Netflix on the documentary of how yeah. Americans eat is yeah. generational, and it has been happening for years. So now here yeah. you come, Terrence Hutchison, <laughs> telling people to reverse all that change their way of thinking. And they're like, I don't even know where yeah. to
1: start here, and, you know? And that's, and that's, you know, people are not going to, people are going to do the things that, you know, what they want to do and not what they need to do. Right. 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 So I can identify with that because I grew up with, you know, the certain food. like my, my mother, my grandmama, they, you know, they got it in, in the kitchen, right. the right. certain food, but honestly, It doesn't matter what culture you're in. You can be in the Indian culture, Jamaican, whatever. You have your traditional foods that's high in sodium, high in sugar. It doesn't matter who it is, what culture. So um African Americans and Latinos, you know, we lead the world as far as hypertension and uh uh uh, diabetes as well. But Other cultures are not that far behind us. Trust me. It's it's not just reported that way. So if I say, look, you still can have your your favorite foods, whatever it is, just get rid of the salt. Just get rid of the the high fatty meats. You know, grandma used to put whatever meat in the greens. That's right. Just use use the turkey as a healthy version. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And um, your taste buds, your palate will adjust. Yes. Over time.
0: Yes.
1: And sometimes like you can't even tell a difference. Yeah. You know, and um, but you have to educate yourself and people need to get educated. Like, look, if you want to be on this lifestyle journey, you're going to have to make the changes and you're going to have to make sure that you follow through just because yeah. you did it for a year and you lost 60 pounds. And then you go right back. Guess what? You can put them 60 pounds right back on again. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So and, and that's what you got to do. And and you got a great point. Like people been living like this for years. And all of a sudden, here you go telling you, telling them do this and do that.
0: Right.
1: I can. Sh- you, you know, they say what the horse, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink.
0: Right. But it you goes know, back to that mental toughness you were talking about yeah. as well. This is hard. This is not easy. If it was easy, everybody would be slim and trim and walking around. With it. it's, it's not easy work. <laughs> so.
1: it's not, it's not, you know, one thing that I learned in this journey is that um, when I look at people who may be obese or overweight, right, because I do medical nutrition and medical fitness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: sometimes it's the medications that people are on. That's causing weight gain.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Causing, you know, fatigue. They people want to work. Nobody wants to be overweight. Nobody wants to be sick or ill. Right. So they want to exercise. They want to go enjoy the sun. They want to go run around in the backyard with their grandkids. They want that. Yeah. They don't want stiff joints, back pain. But the medicine sometimes that they may be on can right. cause those side effects that prevents them from living their best life. And that's what I had to learn. So we have to figure out, you know, what can we do to offset the medicine, talk to your doctor, reduce your dosage, eat the right foods, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. all those good things like that. But uh, it's challenging even on that aspect of it though.
0: Sure. Of course. Well, one of the things that we do before I let you go um, on the Know You First podcast is, I'm a big quote person. You know, we talked about, you know, keeping your mindset, you know, positive. And I know that I need affirmations. My environment (laughs) needs to be affirming. And I would love for you to share with us either a quote or some words of affirmation that you, you know, your default, your North star, as you're doing this work to kind of keep you motivated.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I was thinking about some things, but I I wanted to be original with that, you (laughs) you know, and it's two things. It's like, um, treat your body like a high performance sports car, right? Keep up the regular maintenance, check the oil, you know, check the wires and everything like that. Same thing as you go to the doctor and get a checkup. Once you do that, your body is going to get you around those laps to the finish line faster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And another one is like during this pandemic, when you come out on the tail end in this pandemic, what do you want to be? A Ferrari or a dump truck?
0: hmm <laughs> Well, that is a first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. That is a
0: first. Um, yeah. And I think that's a wonderful way to close. Do yeah. you want to be a Ferrari
1: or a dump truck? A dump truck. <laughs> you know, because we've been quarantined. That's right. right? We have. I'm still quarantined most of the days. I don't same. come out. same. You know what I'm saying? But just to say, this thing is done with, and people haven't seen you all year or whatever. Mm-hmm. You want to be leaner, faster, stronger, smarter, more vibrant, That's lots right. of energy. That's
0: right.
1: Not the opposite.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, because you are just like, oh man, she just let herself go. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. you don't want to be that. You but like, hey, I wrote my book. Hey, I lost 30 pounds. Hey, I got in shape. Hey, pain. you know, I'm able to lift my grandkids up. I'm I'm in the yard playing with the playing ball with the grandkids. I have no joint pain. And then, and, 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 and yeah. girl, last time I saw you, you was complaining like a, you know. <laughs>
0: That's right. Cause you're right. There is going to be a time where we are going to rip the bandaid yeah. off of this thing. And we are going yeah. to be, oh, I'm super hopeful that we will get to that one day. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. Are we yeah. going to be
1: a dump truck or Ferrari guys? You know, how are you going to be, you know, it's like you want your, like, if you look at your skin and your hair and your nails and everything is glowing and growing. Yeah. You know, you're doing something right. That's like right. some people, their, their skin is a certain way. And you know,
0: I appreciate you coming the show. I appreciate all of your wisdom on, you know, eating healthier, good lifestyle. We know yeah. that transcends outward to touch each part of our lifestyle and aspect yeah. of that. So it's not just yeah. what we put in our body. It's it's literally how we live.
1: It's it's everything. If you look at nature, like the, the squirrels are still running around. The birds are still chirping. The water looks a little bluer. You yeah. know, the, the grass a little greener, the, the leaves a little browner or whatever the season right now. And insects are still doing what they're doing. Like humans, we are the only species in the world that has to adapt. That's
0: right. You know? That's right. And
1: the pandemic is showing you, look, you need to adapt. And the pandemic, I, I I, sorry to say this, but the pandemic actually benefited a lot of people.
0: I know. I know. It was a blessing in disguise. It's I would a say. In
1: disguise. So it's going to force you to take an inward look at who you are as a man, a woman, as a spouse, uh, parent, cousin, sister, brother, everything. And say, so, look, how can I self improve?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because
1: I can be gone like so many people, but I'm still here. So that means God has not finished with me yet.
0: The work so is still to be done.
1: The work is so how can I be of service to the world on a global stage and that's my mindset right now.
0: Well, thank you again. Um thank I hope you. that you continue to continue with your work and come back and let us know how it's going later on down the line.
1: Anytime, anytime. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much and I hope it helps so many of your listeners as well.
0: Oh, I'm sure it will. You take care.
1: You too. Happy holidays to you.
0: That's right. You too.
1: The Word. The Word.
0: Welcome to The Word, where I'd like to share some final thoughts as it relates to this episode's topic of self care through good nutrition. You know, good nutrition is self care because your relationship with food can create a better sense of balance in your life. Personally, I have a lot, lot of work to do on this front because I don't always make smart choices when it comes to my health. You know, I get caught up in the day to day, just like you. I also don't deprive myself though. So finding a nice balance is my never ending goal. And I encourage you to try to find a realistic goal that works for you. You know, it's okay if you have to start with baby steps so long as you get started in the first place. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm so grateful for you all on this grateful holiday that we're getting ready to embark on. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. It's Amanda Smith, y'all, on the Know You First podcast. Executive producer and host, Amanda Smith. Sound engineer is Rashad Smith. Music by Motion Array. Know You First podcast is published by WaveSync Media.